Ooh, baby, welcome to one more episode to 100 Steps to Drag, the podcast where I sit with your favorite drag artists and ask them, what happened? <laughs> where, where, where did we go wrong? <laughs> How much time y'all got? <laughs> oh my god, I am your hostess, Natasha Hundreds, and here with me live, okay, this is the first time that I record live ever since the first episode, so... You know what, let me know if this here is fine or whatever. But I'm super excited to have my sister here. Her and I would go way back. We literally started together. She's quirky, she's beautiful, she is Sapphire Gem. Oh my god, wow. What an introduction. I mean, I'm not lying, girl. Oh, my bookie feet just went up. Ah, uh. You should see her right now. <laughs> Glamour. How are you, baby? Girl, I'm tired. My voice is half gone, so I'm sorry if I sound her- hetero as fuck. It's alright. Am I allowed to curse? It, it's, it's a mood. It's a mood. Oh, you can curse whatever Oh, you I want. can curse. Okay. Fuck the heteros. Uh, honestly, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Your voice right now, it's a vibe. It's giving me, like, I smoke a pack of cigarettes a day. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. I can feel it, like, right here. It's lovely, though. Yeah, it's just right there. Like, it's like I've been there, done that, yeah. Yeah, just like when you get somewhat, just, just enough to be called daddy, but not quite. I love that. Not quite, thank you. Yeah. We don't have like a particular theme for this episode. We're just pretty much chilling, sharing mm-hmm. our stories, sharing how we come up into drag. Talking shit. Literally. <laughs> that's Honestly, that's what I get paid for. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel bad that I'm not like a dancing queen. My makeup is like whatever. But I remember, I get booked to talk shit. You dance more than I do, girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a low bar to cross with me. It's a low bar, bro. It's fine. <laughs> Remember how we met? Was it? Was it was executive? Yeah, it was, executive. It was like at a view. It was at the viewing party. It was the yeah. I think you were booked for that show. It was just... my first booking through uh, Nomi. Oh, Nomi. Yeah, that was my first paid gig, I believe, and it was the opening for season nine of Drag Race, I believe. And I remember you were watching the show already all geeched up and I was there in drag just uh-huh. like to support and I'm like, let me talk to this queen. You seem so approachable. Me. I was I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I got one whiff of her and said, Oh mm, never mind. <laughs> no, but like ever since then, like we've been super close. Yeah, because you were in the the racing stripe outfit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it the black and white one or was it the red one? It was a black and white. The black yeah. and white one, yeah. That one I got like a drag sale mm-hmm. for like five bucks. I'm like, yes. If it's you right. If it's you right. Yeah. Our faces didn't match, but it's okay. Oh, my. Our it's faces were rough. <laughs> the body was right. <laughs> you know what? For a minute, I thought, okay, maybe we can do a segment of the podcast where we go through old pictures of us and react <gasps> to them. But oh like people wouldn't see them. So I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, think it's going to be that fun. You have to do like a YouTube thing for that. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, though. You know what? One platform at a time. One platform at a time. Uh, <laughs> domination. How would you describe your drag? Where do you draw the inspiration for Sapphire? I would describe my drag as quirky, clever, and sexy. Mm. Just a little bit sexy. Like, I'm a big old nerd. I pull inspiration from, like, video games and, like, you know, all, like, the bad bitches of the video games. Like, I'm into Bayonetta right now. Final Fantasy is a big thing for me. That's kind of where... If I had to place Sapphire in a specific world, I'd say in the world of Final Fantasy. So that's usually where she comes and all the extraness of it. I can definitely see that coming through when you perform and everything. Thank you. I'm definitely like that party member that's just a little bit too crazy. But she'll kill for you. And then a little bit sweet. 
Not just too, a little bit. Just sprinkle. a little bit. Just a little bit. You know what video game was Bloody super game. queer? But like, I don't think a lot of people know it. It's called Bloody Roar, and it was for PlayStation. Hold on. That's the the Animal Fighter, right? Is that the one with the bunny? Yes! Oh, I know I what you're talking you know about. It. I love that you know it. It's fighting game. And then the fighters, they're like people, but they transform into animals. Yes. Did play this. The, the bunny girl was like my shit. The, the vampire was girl was my shit. So good. I, I don't remember. There was one of them. It was like a gay awakening situation. There was plenty there of them because they was were a buff. Wolf the guys man, were, oh uh, yeah, the guys were buff and sexy, and the girls were like slutty. Uh, so I'm like, this is my oh, my yep. thing. Here they are. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love those fighting games. I played those a lot too, which is a little, probably like a little bit of like inspiration as well, because mm-hmm. Sapphire's whole thing is like my own customizable character. Mm. So like that's why when people ask me, so what's my aesthetic? I'm like, uh, uh it's kind of whatever I'm feeling like. Because I'll be, like, in the character customization screen making, like, 15 different characters just for a different theme. Just because I feel like it. I'm a theme queen, I guess. Yeah. I love a theme. And sometimes you don't have to fit in, like, a certain aesthetic, you know? Sometimes you wake up and you want to be some more, like, a bride. And some other times you want to be more goth or more sexy. So, fuck that. Some lingerie. Since when we have to have an aesthetic. (laughs) Literally. At least that's what I tell myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I justify it. So, how long have you been doing drag? I know this answer, but the public doesn't know. You said you've been doing it for about your five years coming up, right? Yeah, because I started in 2018. That was my first gig, also at, at Executive. I think, I think the only reason why I'm like around four, four and a half, like a little bit behind you, is because I started definitely before that, but I did one performance at, at a redacted club. And then I disappeared for like a year and a half. Because like the Virgo in me was just like, Ugh, ah. It happens, yeah. She looks like that. I did make the most tips of the night, though. The girls are very mad. They are very <laughs> mad upstairs. They, as soon as I walked back in after I did my number, I did Ariana Grande Into You, which is my favorite song of all time. I walked in there with like my wad of cash and like four were beta, and they said, what did you do? No. Why, why would you deserve that much money? And I was just like, well, more than you. And they didn't talk to me the rest of the night. (laughs) That is wild. They were so mean. I was just like, okay, fine. Just because I was a new girl. Yeah. Are they still around? No. (laughs) You see, the trash took itself out, baby. It sure did. It sure did. And somehow I'm still here. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Somehow. Somehow. (laughs) That's what I I always ask myself that. The biggest con. (laughs) No, that's so shitty. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I haven't had many shitty experiences with drag queens. Like with audiences, I've had a couple. Oh. But but with drag queens, not that many that I can think of. There's only been like very few things like directed at me. I've observed a lot of really crappy behavior from other drag queens. For me, I keep it very professional and like, you know, very PC and very nice to everybody. Because, you know, like for me, I'm at work. But like I do watch these people treat other people like horrible. You know, you know, the tea gets spilled. All the girls talk. Everyone's chatty Cathy's. So like I hear a lot, and I'm just like, mm, keep your arm distance. No, yeah. And I love that you say for me, I'm at work, because it's 100% right. Like, mm-hmm. to me, it's also like I'm at work, so I try to get there early, try to be respectful mm-hmm. and everything. But some other people, especially drag queens, I've never seen yeah. a king be messy. Not yet. Never. No, but the girls, for some reason, they're like, oh, well, from what I've heard, again, I haven't had many shitty experiences. Yeah. But they're like, a little catty. A little? Well, depends. Uh. Depends. I think that one shitty experience with a drag queen that I remember is this one time 
there was like a newish show at this bar and I was like you know what let me go and support it yeah. let me go and support this girl so she can see me so she can book me yeah. and the show was really packed I'm like okay work cool. right yeah good and then after the show I stay and talk to her and I'm like hey you know what I was wondering if you can have me sometime yeah. I've worked with her before and everything and whatever and then she looks at me she's like oh I'm sorry we're, we're pretty booked she just opened I know it was like her first or second night. I'm like... Oh, I'm going to ask names after this. Oh, I'll tell you the names, Annie. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> but I'm like, girl, I mean, even if you didn't want to bug me, like, why say it like that, you know? It, you could be like, oh, message me and we'll see or yeah. something. But you don't have to be a bitch about it. A lot of them are. Like, this might be like a hot take, but like specifically, like, I'm sure, you, I'm sure like you've experienced it. Like, specifically in SoCal right now, I'm not sure about NorCal, but SoCal right now, like, it's so clicky and like there was this whole debate that I'm pretty sure you've seen online like oh they only book their friends kind of thing Mm -hmm. which is like that's fine you can book your friends like you are supposed to help each other up like your own community you have your inner circle that's okay but it's gotten to the point where like everyone else is kind of shut out and they get like you know left on red or told sorry we're booked it's like girl no shade but like so and so has been at your show like 10 times every single week yeah, supporting. Like, what yeah. about her? Yeah. Like, and I understand, like, going to the show and supporting the show, but, like, that's not always possible for everybody. Like, there's been shows where, like, I've done the show, like, a good handful of times and, like, quote-unquote paid your dues, but they kind of pretend that they don't remember you. And it's just, like, I mean, I'm at a point where, like, I know I'm not a beginner. So, like, you know, pay me. Mm. Book me. Like, you have my, you literally have my phone number. You literally have me on Instagram. Don't pretend, like, because I'm not there. Because I got a fucking full-time job. Like, it's nothing personal. I love going to drag shows. I really do. But, like, I work, like, eight hours a day, if not more than that, just to pay rent. And the only time I get my days off is because I get booked for a show. And, but they usually do it in advance. So I can request the day off. And we were just talking about this when you got here to the House of Hundreds studios. <laughs> <laughs> we are like, girl, it's our day off. We're tired. Mm-hmm. And we've been running around all week. So if you add all that and then expect us to just come to a show without knowing if you're going to end up booking us or just to give us, like, dirty mm-hmm. looks, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. No. Like, for me, I never go to a show expecting to get booked. Like, because I go to the show because I want to go. Mm-hmm. I see the cast. Like, for example, the Beach Garden Babes that you that you work at every now and then. Yeah. I finally got Saturday off. I love the cast to go. And I was like, my intention isn't go to get booked. I'm just like, I want to see people that I like to see perform. Mm-hmm. I like the shows. I have a day off. And there's nothing criminal about that. So, like, but some of these people act like it is a crime mm. to not go. Oh, uh, gosh. Just be nice. Just be there. nice. Yeah. Just be nice. Speaking of nice, what's the best show that you have been booked on, depending on energy or cast, or what is one of your fondest shows that you can remember? Honestly, like, anytime I would work at the Executive Suite, I would mostly get booked for the Nomi show. That was always a good time. And then, this is going to sound a little nepotistic, egotistic, excuse me. I ran Susie Sundays for a while with uh, the, other ca- uh, the other hosts. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was super fun to do, because, like, I came into that game, like, kind of late. And then my drag mom... She wanted to give me an opportunity because she saw something in me and then she's like, oh, I want you to try and host like this night and whatnot. And then kind of solidified booking there uh, to be like one of the hosts with Susia. And like, that was super fun because I got to book the girls and everything. So that was very much enjoyable. And I would say, what's a third one? I feel like I need a third one. Being autistical, this is all about you, honey. And we're featuring you. 
<laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm everything. It's time to toot your own horn. Finally. <laughs> Finally. I've done the Temecula show a couple of times, and that's been super good. I've done the brunch once. Uh, I worked at the venue a lot because we did Six the Musical, like, three different times out there, and it was super good. Uh, I would say, yeah, I would say those three most likely. I haven't really had a bad show. A, a bad show where I was booked for. Mm-hmm. Competitions is a different game. Competitions are different. That's a different one. Oh my god! I know you're in one. We'll we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll promote it so people can ah! go see you. I hope so. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> but the five people that will listen to this. <laughs> but honestly, any time that Nomi would book us at Executive was a party. Yeah. I think that my number one show was one time that I was there for her show, and Joe and I did the Super Bowl. Oh uh, yeah, the I J Lo and Shakira Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh my god, that night is. One for the books. Oh. So many people that we loved were there. I think you were there too, right? I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah, you were there. And like, it was just crazy. Like, everyone was screaming. And oh, it was so fun to put that number together with Joe because we rehearsed. We cut uh-huh. up the mix. We did outfits, everything. So all the work, like, literally was, like, so worth it. And that night, Nomi invited Cam to be part of the house. So I was like, oh, this is such a perfect oh, night. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Miss, Miss House of B. Yeah. One of my favorite houses, just saying. Honestly, we're pretty good. They're pretty great. <laughs> just saying, y'all should look them up. Look us up. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I have any bad, like, shows that I'm like, oh, shit, what happened? Right. If, yeah, because I feel like working with shows, we kind of pick and choose. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's some people that we know that, in general, like, have heard about, like, maybe I don't want to work for them. You kind of let them know, hey, I'm sorry, I'm working. Yeah. Just to like you know not be rude because I we appreciate being asked exactly. But you got to choose your own safety and security first. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be associated to someone very mean. Yeah, or someone that you know doesn't treat their cast right. Well, you know? yeah. yeah, well. <clears throat> but even shows that are have like five people in the audience, they turn out to be sometimes really fun. I would say definitely when I first started, like I got a little insecure, like when the night would get super slow, I'm just like, oh no, this is awkward. No one likes <laughs> us. But like you know, sometimes that's just how it is. It's such a what's what's the word? Um, what's the phrase? It's such like a hit and miss business. Like if we're, if we're going back to executive with Nomi show, it was a really good show that was, in my opinion, very successful. Mm-hmm. But like there were some nights that were super slow. Yeah. Like we've all worked them, and like it technically sucks, but like you just have fun with it. And that's out of our control too. It's so out of our control. Yeah. Because like I know that February, it's always super dead. Because like yeah. you know January is a little so and so. People mm-hmm. still celebrating, but I feel like February just like plummets like people just like stays home they're trying to save they're trying to get back into like their new year's resolutions or whatever right yeah i feel like i feel like i work the most at my regular job during the holidays and i've been asked like why don't you have a lot of drag shows like during the holidays i'm just like honestly they're usually pretty slow in my opinion i feel like the holiday time is like weirdly a very slow time because everyone's on vacation everyone's visiting family everyone's with their family Halloween super pop in, summer super pop in. Pride. Yeah, pride's crazy. I guess winter overall then actually. Yeah, winter is pretty slow. I feel like after Halloween <clears throat> it gets a little dead. Like yeah. November, December, it's pretty slow. Yeah, once it starts winding down from fall. Honestly, okay. drag and nightlife is super seasonal now that you think about it. Yeah, extremely. Extremely. It, it's just hard when some of the bars hold it against you. Because when I was working with the bar for Susia, they get mad at us. I like, why doesn't the more people here? I'm just like, well, I mean, one, no, the, you're not promoting us, first of all. 
that's also your job. This is your bar, not ours. Yeah. You you let us have a slot. You should promote up this slot because it's your business. But like, yeah, a lot of it's out of our control. Like we have no say. If we have friends that come, that's great. Like fucking Adam and Johnny and Chris and yeah. It's literally you, can, you guys literally have an entourage who are who always show up like on Wednesdays, for example, or like whenever I execute a suite, and that's great to have. But even sometimes they get busy, you know. Exactly. And, they and like you can't there. ask them to be there like every week. No. They have stuff to do, and we appreciate them coming over, of course. Mm-hmm. But like you can't ask the same people to come over and over. And I feel like that's when booking other people gets important because yes. you can book your friends all you want etc but within like it's only so many times that their friends are gonna go see them yeah but when you book somebody else especially somebody that is just getting started yeah. they're gonna bring people over so i think that's the benefit of booking other people outside yeah. of your like friend group mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's okay to watch out for each other like it is it is a sisterhood like while we are a community we have our chosen families you should take care of them first again community and like you said it it's to your own benefit to invite others because they have a different pool of people or they have people who just drive them to the show. Maybe they're the loudest people you've ever met. Yeah. Maybe one of them as a friend is an alcoholic. And you know what? <laughs> Our bar tab going up. Hey, listen, it's 2023. <clears throat> if you're not an alcoholic, you better be fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to no boring bitches. So if you're not funny, just, you know, get yourself a couple of drinks. Well, I'm glad I got a personality to uh... <laughs> What is the hardest part of being a drag artist right now? Right now? Yeah, nowadays. In your opinion. Are we talking personal or like overall just being a drag artist in the industry? Let's do personal first. I want to see your point of view. Personal, the hardest part is... This is going to sound like I'm so lazy, but like at this point, like I would say probably say energy. Finding the energy to do all the stuff that you have to do, especially now with like, you know, with Drag Race becoming like fully mainstream and all these other queens just popping out of friggin' nowhere. So like you kind of have to make sure you don't get lost in the sauce. But like a lot of us, we all just work daytime jobs. And like you said, we don't get too many days off. And the last thing we want to do, it's like, it's not that we don't love the art. It's just like, if I'm going to get off at nine and I start working at noon, you want me to go back home, get in drag, and drive to WeHo mm-hmm. to get seen for three, four more hours, corseted and padded out? You're ridiculous. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a freaking lot. <laughs> it's like my friends say, like, it's like the biggest con you can kind of fall into. It takes your money. It takes your energy. It takes your skin away if you're not careful. <laughs> But, like, we like it anyway. But it's so fun. It's oh, so fun. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd probably say energy is probably the biggest thing because I don't think I have really too many issues. Like, socially, I'm very cool with most of everyone in our scene. Everyone kind of knows who I am, like, by default. Like, not because, like, I'm anything special. But, like, you know, I make sure to say hi to everybody. Yeah, you're super nice thank to you. everybody. Thank so, I'm you. like, obviously, we know who you are. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I try. But, yeah, I, yeah, I would just leave it at energy for me. What about you? I think for me, it's like balancing out the things that I have to do between like Natasha and my personal life Mm. and everything. I think it kind of goes back to energy or like time management. It's not even time management. I would say just time. Mm -hmm. Just time. Because like you're able to go out still and I know I'm able to go out. But we just sometimes there's not enough time in the day. There's not. And like I like to do my own outfits. So I'm like... 
I don't know, that just adds to the pressure of like, oh, I need to do something new. Because like, I know that people don't care as much, but I'm like, oh, I've worn this so many times. Or oh my God. that always gets me. Always and I know nobody's me. listening or paying that much attention, but I'm like, oh, I've worn this so many times by now. <laughs> Natasha's an outfit repeater. You heard that right here right yes, now? Yes, I outfit am. Repeater. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's only so many hours in a week for, like, everything that has to come in. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It's hard. It's very hard. <laughs> and in the larger scale, I feel like the hardest part is the political climate uh, that we're under right now that I'm so over it. Are we talking about the drag politics or, like, politics? The politics, politics are involving drag queens. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all this controversy around, like, shows and, like... All this made-up things that we allegedly do yes. but we fully, fully do not. Zero cases across the U- U.S., Zero. just so y'all know. Zero, but Not a single priests, one. How many le- community leaders, like, girl? Girl, it's insane. countless. Countless. It's insane. They're just mad because they can't be us. Honestly. And the other day I saw on Instagram, like, there's... I think every state has, like, a legislation, or not legislation, but, like, taking actions, or has taken actions against, like, a drag show at against this point. It, yeah. yeah. Like, getting removed, or calling it mm-hmm. adult entertainment, which, like... Or have it protested. Yeah, all the time. Like, yeah. even, like, working in Temecula lately, like, it's a very conservative town. Like, there's a lot of things going on there right now that they're trying to shut down, like, mm-hmm. career communities over there. So, like, every time we've gone, it's just kind of like, all right, we gotta kind of be... gotta be careful. Some of these people are a little crazy for no reason at all. That it's convinced that X amount of things are from the media are true, which is dumb. It's crazy. I'm like, please take your, you know, energy, put it somewhere else. Like, clearly this is not, this yeah. is not where it's supposed to be. No, not at all. And like, even with like the whole, like the children accusations, like that we're all a certain type of person, which is not true. Just so anybody else knows, like there's shows specifically meant for all ages. Like, you know, because, like, it's either a restaurant or it's during the day. Like, that's different. Mm-hmm. But, like, a lot, I would say a lot of drag shows, like, they kind of restrict you at 18. Like, and that's even the early ones. Like, Mary's is one of the only places that is 18 plus for the show. Or was it all ages? I think it's 18 plus now. Uh, yeah, now. But for the most part, like, kids can't even go to the shows until they're older. Like, I have a lot of friends who have, like, you know, teenagers, mid, like, late middle school, early high school. They love drag, but, you know, they can't go. So it's like, where are these accusations coming from? Yeah. Where, what fantasy world do you live in? Not ours. Literally. And I'm like, I love RuPaul's Drag Con because that's a place where you see, like, all these teenagers, mm-hmm. all these kids just living their best life mm-hmm. and meeting drag queens and seeing drag for the first time. Or even college shows. You know, I do a lot of college shows. Uh-huh. And the energy is just insane because a lot of them this is their first time seeing drag because they haven't been exposed to like shows or clubs mm-hmm. they can't go in mm-hmm. so i feel like if you're trying to take away that it's it's just crazy because like you said there's a place and a time yeah especially a performer like myself that i'm very slutty <laughs> i know even i know when to you know put my tits out yeah <laughs> when to yeah. do something more appropriate you know well because even with, like brunches like it's not even a rule it's just kind of like an unspoken rule like you kind of do, like, the more mild-mannered, mm-hmm. like, uh, songs and performances. Like, you can still, like, hoe it up a little bit. But, like, you keep it a little classy. But you don't do, like, the songs that just have, like, you know, curse words the entire yeah, time. Yeah, like Cupcake. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you don't do deep-throating on stage, usually. Usually, because uh, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, most drag performers are pretty um, conscious of where they're going mm-hmm. and what the crowd is. 
So it's insane. That we're, <clears throat> I cannot believe that we're still in the center of this. When it first started, I was like, okay, hopefully this is just like one, two weeks maybe, mm-hmm. and then we're over this, but no. <laughs> it's still going. It's still going. For no reason. And then we have that one, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but that one legislator that was a drag queen once upon oh, a time. Oh, George Santos. Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. Have you seen all the parodies? I have seen the parodies. I've also seen the photos. And she's just mad that she wasn't a pretty girl. She was mad. She was very mad. With those brows? <laughs> I saw uh, a tweet that said, like, George Santos hates drag queens because they painted her and they read her looking <laughs> like this. I'm like, yeah, that is yeah. true. They're right. And oh. you know what? Whatever. Although George Santos would be a, a fantastic Snatch Game character. Oh, shit. Write that down. Write it down, whoever is <laughs> Write it down. Write it down, whoever right that is. <laughs> it would be so funny. Just lie the entire time. The entire time. And then, like, halfway through, just change and do, like, the little drag makeup. Because, like, it was just, like, what? It was, like, a brow on top of his regular brow. And, like, the yeah, tiniest Yeah, it was just, like, a little lips. blush. It was the this lightiest blush. Like, a nice little BB queen mm. and some fucking chapstick. That would be everything. It's not a bad idea. It's not. I'm going to put that away for... Maybe comedy night. We'll see. <laughs> comedy night at the Hunty Games. Let's talk about the Hunty Games. That's what's the perfect segue. Sure. Because for anybody that doesn't know the Hunty Games, it's a competition mm-hmm. hosted at Executive Suites, mm-hmm. and it's a fire. Our lovely guest is me? competing. It's me. How is the competition going? I would say so far I'm going pretty well right now. The judges seem to really enjoy what I do which is really cool. I was in the bottom for Celebrity Illusions, which is um, a choice. To say the least. A decision. Don't worry. I don't think the judges will listen to this podcast. It's all right. It's I've okay. invited one of the judges to be a host and, and they canceled twice. Well, the only reason why like I'm comfortable with saying it is because one of the judges came up to me and like literally told me, like, I don't know why or how your name was called. And then they name dropped like three different people who were standing right there saying like they should have been like ahead of you i was just like oh oh okay all right but yeah i i served, i won the lip sync so you know oh nice it is what it is it was ariana grande so girl you had it in the bag <laughs> well because they they've been like having us do like this lip sync roulette kind of thing i saw that you don't know the song right no and they were supposed to send us a song for this week but I think they forgot because <laughs> uh, after last week, because it was Broadway, mm-hmm. they, they usually try to do songs that are in relation to the challenge. The challenge. And two of the other people didn't know the song, which is fine. Like, that's a very specific genre to know. If you don't know Broadway, you don't yeah, know Broadway. Yeah, I'm not a theater gay. I would have been fucked. Yeah, and they were just like, oh, that's what, not fair. What song was it? It was Don't Rain on My Parade. Okay, no, I would have known that person. one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, never mind. That's a popular song. Yeah, I don't want, I don't want to dox her, but uh, Paradiso was in the bottom. <laughs> Uh, it was three of them. Uh, Parodies has smashed that shit. Uh, she was very nervous about the night in general. Mm-hmm. And she was making a joke downstairs. She's like, listen, if it's just a random parade, I'll be set. And the moment that notes, I was like, this bitch. Don't tell me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She immediately dropped into it. It was so good. <laughs> but that's when they were like, oh, we need to start telling them a song or something. Because when I was in the bottom, uh, they walked up to us and said, like, so is there an artist that you knew or, like, you know? Kind of, it, from what like, I, Ariana Grande. Literally. No, dead ass. The, uh, the other girl, like, she kind of froze up because I didn't want to just spout out what I wanted to do. I was just like, okay, well, then Ariana Grande. And then the judge looked at the other one and said, well, then you can pick the song because this bitch knows every fucking song. I was just like, oh. And she said, I'm just calling it as it is. I'm just like, 
yeah, yeah. She's, she's right. You have to be outspoken. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to fight for what you want. <laughs> yeah, literally. And then she ended up choosing Seven Rings. So, mm. and even after we were done, uh, I was like, oh, you know, good job or whatever. She said, she's like, girl, you ate my ass. She goes, I'm not stupid. <laughs> she's like, I'm so screwed. They didn't send either of us home, but if they did, I would have been fine. <laughs> no tea. That is wild. Mm -hmm. What was this week's challenge? We're doing American Horror Story this week. Mm. But I'm alive so far. There's definitely the strong hitters. We def I definitely think there's a top three already. At least like based on interactions so far. I would definitely say I'm probably towards the top. Mm -hmm. But not a top three for sure. I'm just definitely... I'm one of the stronger people. And that's fine. You know, <laughs> competitions to me, and I've said it a million times in the podcast, it's about learning. It's about like mm. developing your drag a little bit further, step out of your comfort zone, trying things that you wouldn't try normally, mm. and to get seen. Mm -hmm. Because they have like guest judges every week too, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. Like the night that I was there, I think it was the first night, Jasmine Masters was there. So I mean, getting yeah. seen by them <clears throat> is just already like great. Yeah, I think it's been Rue Girls every single night. We had Landon Cider for one night. Next week is Widow Von Du and oh, Nicole Page Brooks. Oh. Yeah. So be, and I think also Dolly Levi. Oh, shit. I think she's also going to get Dolly Levi because Dolly Levi and Morgan do the American Horror Story show. Mm -hmm. And they love American Horror Stories. So we're all, we're all kind of shitting it a little bit. Do you have any ideas what you're going to do? The Countess? No. <laughs> oh, my God. No. There, someone said downstairs, she's like, who is going to do the Countess first? Because, like, there's no group chat. Mm. So no one knows what anyone's doing until the night of. Like, this past week, me and another girl had the exact same outfit. Oh, no. She had it in blue, and I had it in red. Like, it was for Rabidum, the same thing. Like, even the hair was kind of similar. And I was just like, oh, God. So there might be different kinds of people doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm doing Misty Day from Coven. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. But, like, it's basically Stevie Nicks. Is she the one that's like, Balenciaga? <clears throat> no, that's Myrtle Snow. Oh. Uh, Misty Day is the one that um, that's obsessed with Stevie. She does the twirling. She can resurrect people. Mm. She's that one. I've uh, never seen the show. <laughs> <laughs> so this is all like, oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even coven. Wow. I, I get scared easily. <laughs> it's not that bad, actually. Really? Okay. Uh, season two was actually, season two was very rough. Like, that was scary. Okay. Uh, I would say season three coven is like, it's a little suspenseful and mm -hmm. dramatic, but I wouldn't say horror. Okay. Definitely not horror, but it's very main. It's like kind of where it broke into the mainstream. Because like, it was like, it's these girls being bitches. Bitches, witches. Yeah. So like, it was a good time. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Mm -hmm. I'll start with the Lady Gaga season and work my way. Hotel was a little, ooh. Okay, it's, a then, it's a little scary. Then probably not that yeah. one. <laughs> but Gaga Gaga was everything. Gaga I'll watch it during the daytime. That's what I do. I can't okay. watch it at night. <laughs> I can't watch it at night. I'll get nervous. That's funny. But you, this is not your first time at the Hunting Games. <laughs> uh, expose me. So I don't think the judges know it's me. Because mm -hmm. like, I went under a different name, technically. I had a different last name and everything, and I looked very different. You looked very... That was when <clears throat> we just started. Just started. And I was asked by the host, because, like, a bunch of people dropped that season, mm -hmm. which I'm sure I'd know me eventually told you about, but, like, yeah. half the cast dropped. So they asked me and another girl to last minute join, like, hey, like, we need people, we need bodies, like, are you willing to come try it? I was like, okay, sure. And it's kind of like when Sapphire, like, really kind of took root and started, like, doing shit. I took a little bit of a break again, and the facade happened, mm -hmm. and then that was great. But, yeah, I was there for technically top six, technically. Halfway more than more than halfway through, but you know, technically top six. Yeah. 
I lasted three challenges. Yeah, because the first challenge was the pop night. We got assigned. The second challenge was... Uh, oh, the cosplay night. I did Kim Possible. I remember that one. That's the one everyone remembers. Kim Possible. <laughs> That's when I met like Adam and Johnny, and they just will never let me forget it. They <laughs> were they were obsessed with it. And I, I, I thought re- it was really good. Thank you. I passed like stupid little business cards out with my number uh-huh. on it. Well, my Instagram, whatever. But that's when I met those two. They were in the front row looking... Stunning, like Looking always. absolutely handsome as hell. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to use these men as my props. And then they fell in love. And then I fell in love too. Twice. Uh, <laughs> in the same night. In the same night. Uh. If you could pick a challenge for this rendition of the Hunty Games, what would you pick? If I had my own choice of a challenge. Yeah. This is going to sound so basic as hell. I really want a Disney night. Only because, like, I do enjoy Disney, and I've never gotten to do a Disney night before, mm-hmm. ever. Like, for example, with Facade, the season yeah. that we were in. We didn't do Disney. We didn't. It was the first season they didn't do Disney. We did live singing <laughs> instead, which was a choice. Uh, and then I was part of another competition that was also redacted, that there was a Disney night. There was? There was. What but, happened? Well... <laughs> I went home. <laughs> well, no, I didn't actually. I should have won that night, but whatever. Um, they made it. The twist was it was Disney characters, but out of the daytime job. So we didn't even get to do our Disney characters. Like originally, the, the, uh, the week before, they had us choose on stage. Like, who do you want to do? I chose Hades from mm-hmm. Hercules. And then we drew out things, and basically mine was like, Hades, but working at a fast food restaurant. Mm. So I didn't do anything Hades except for the intro. The rest of it was just an employee cosplaying as Hades. It fully wasn't a Disney number. That sounds weird. It was very weird. It's, I can understand the twist of it, but it just, I wanted just, you know, Disney. Yeah. I just want to try it once. Everyone hates doing a Disney night because everyone does it, but I was like, I want to do it once. Just once. Yeah, just to try it, just to get out of your system. Out of my system. I want a full Disney night, just the one, but... That's probably what I would do, just because I still haven't done it. Yes, it's on your on your drag bucket list. Literally, maybe I'll hate it. Maybe I'd go home. I don't know. Yeah. But I, but I want to try it. I want to try it. I've, I've so had this idiots. Disney number, because I'm married to a Disney adult. <laughs> I to... can't tell with all your Disney memorabilia oh, around yes. this entire house. On the House of Hundreds <laughs> production studio. <laughs> Sponsored by Disney, not really. Not don't really. Don't us. But <laughs> I've had this Disney number in my head forever, and I, I had like everything I just need to like actually make it mm-hmm. speaking of time you know like mm-hmm. we don't have enough time but it's a Winnie the Puta number a Puta number Winnie the Puta oh Winnie the Puta <laughs> <laughs> because I follow this artist his name is Martin Matamoros he's uh. super talented and he draws like cartoons but like with a twist yeah so he drew like Jessica Rabbit but she had like a big wiener oh. he drew uh, Winnie the Pooh but it was like Winnie the Puta and it was like snatched ponytail stripper heels and I'm like I'm pretty sure I've seen that photo mm-hmm. You probably seen. It. I, I I I think I shared it That's on my so story, funny. and I'm like, I want to do it. You know, this slutty Winnie the Pooh outfit. I've had the songs in my head. I'm like, I just need to freaking make it happen. Like very very chola like Rudy like Bergen? very chola okay. chola like, and then like do the <clears throat> oh honey. Okay. I love and that song. Do, I love that song. I just need to actually make it. Because uh, I think Crystal Method does. She does like the the slut Winnie the Pooh. I've seen it with like the, the, it's just the big bimbo, furry tits, yeah. Bimbified immediately. So that'd be fun to see like a chola rendition of that. Yeah, oh, we need to. 
Oh. Disney would be fun. Yeah. Disney would be a good challenge. It's my only, like, thing. I don't know if I had, like, another... I kind of enjoyed, like, the Lenin and Sensor challenge kind of thing, like, a design challenge, mm-hmm. essentially. Because that's my favorite thing to watch and kind of do. Like, even on Drag Race or, like, even when we were crafting during Facade, I thought that was super fun. Which might still happen. Yeah. There, there might be twists and still that we don't know about because we're still technically only week four in. There's still, like, 12 of you guys, right? Uh, there's, like, 14 of us. Oh, my God. There was an issue. It wasn't supposed to be that many people. They've never had that many people before. But there was a miscommunication between the bar and the hosts. At least from what I understand downstairs. Mm-hmm. The bar started telling people no. Like, they, they capped it at a certain number. But the hosts were like, yeah, sure, no problem. Oh, my God. And there was, like, 16, 18 of us were like, oops. It happens. Yeah, they had to split us in two nights. No, yeah, That's the premiere. Were, yeah. It's fun. I'm sure that some of them will eventually maybe probably drop. I don't know, because that happens a lot in competitions. We like, had one drop already. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think she showed up, actually. Oh, it was just like a no-call, no-show? Yeah, no-call, no-show. Which is not really respectful. Yeah. If you're going to drop, that's fine. But, like, you know, let them know. Exactly. You're on the, you're on the fucking roster. When Again, they call your name. We have lives. <clears throat> we have everything going on. So dropping is normal, I would say. Sometimes you yeah. can't deal with a lot of this, especially with specific challenges. So you have to create something new every single week. It's hard. So dropping uh, is normal. It's so hard. Just let a bitch know. Literally. Let a bitch know, girl. Like, doing the weekly competitions is really rough because, like, there's not a lot, there's not a lot of turnaround time. Especially if it's something that you don't have in your closet already. Yeah. Like, mmm first night do yourself already had uh celebrity illusions i didn't have because like i do a Marilyn, but they really wanted me to do a bet which they really enjoyed so but i had to like you know get a whole new outfit for yeah. it and then this week i don't do american horror story so i had to buy a whole new outfit also it's a lot of borrowing and mismatching like mm-hmm. trying not to like you know break your bank over a competition you probably or might not win because like well now i got these numbers that i did not use. Oh, so what now? <laughs> I mean, like, I have bet now, which is nice yeah. if I have to do it. But like, doing bet and Mr. Day, for example, is a very specific night because I don't want to paint illusion makeup, for example. Yeah. Like every night and be like, well, here we are. This is what I do now. <laughs> this is what I look like. My bet Midler impersonator now. I got. So, I mean, the host said like she'd be willing to like book me as a bet, which I was just like, that's slay. Yeah. I love that for me, but at the same time. So this is just the one number because I don't know if I can change my makeup like that. Yeah, so. that quickly. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. I think the hardest part for weekly competitions for me is learning the songs, because a lot of the times, like you said, we're not doing these numbers. Like probably I don't know if you knew a lot of Bad Midler songs, but I wouldn't. Yeah. Or like I mean, American Horror Story. How do you make the songs fit? So for me, it's learning the songs because i cannot just like listen to the song and learn it i have to sit down with like the piece of paper i write it down and and, and yeah <clears throat> it's a whole process i've been pretty good at like doing things that i can learn very quickly the bet midler thing kind of took a while because a lot of it was spoken word uh but this time i'm doing rhiannon which i kind of know already from stevie mm-hmm. nicks and to bring me to life evanescence oh, i love it which i mean it's like everyone knows that shit so like i kind of cheated a little bit where i always try to put in a song that i already know so otherwise, like, if because they'll, they'll nick you on the lip sync. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll know immediately. Yeah, that's the first thing that's, like, so obvious. Like, those people saying, like, I'll oh, just say watermelon, elephant, whatever. I'm just like, it's not, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drag queens can tell you don't know your words. Exactly. And even audience members, too, sometimes. Like, I, this last Friday I was performing, 
I was just, you know, lip singing, turning a little bit, and I was in front of this table, and I don't think they were drag queens. I mean, there was like this this guy and two girls, and then as I'm collecting their money, the guy's like, oh, she knows the words, and I'm like, girl, it's my job, of course I know the words, what do you mean? Like, it's basic, come on, something. Yeah, but even they notice, you know? Yeah. It's so do. obvious. So learn your words, bitches. <laughs> it's not that hard. A lot, of, a lot of these people in our community right now, like, a lot of them don't care anymore. Oh, yeah. And it's very obvious. Again, it's, it's like, no tea if anyone wants to get offended about it. Like, that's fine. But, like, when you're performing and you're dead face and there is no joy in what you're doing, you need to reconsider if you actually like this art yeah. or if you like the attention. Because there's so many other jobs out there, you know, that probably yes. make you more money that are not as exhausting in your body. Yeah. I'm like, girl, I, I know what you're saying. And sometimes even the fact that they never know their words is Ever. a common joke. Yeah. You, you be in the back and they're like, hey, girl, you're going to know your words this time? Yeah. It's like maybe what did, um, was it Mariah? No, it wasn't Mariah. It's something along the lines of like, if it's right, it's right. It was it's something about like, if it's not giving, maybe it's not for you. Mm. I forgot who said that on Drag Race, but it was something along. I think it was Gia then actually. Oh, not her. I don't think it was Gia. I'm almost positive it was Mariah Pol uh, Paris. Probably, yeah. She had a I'm lot of iconic lines. I'm almost positive it was Mariah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sapphire, I want to talk about the future of your future. I know it's scary, but I always ask my guests these questions. What are your short-term goals in drag and your long-term goals in drag? Are we going to include fantasy thoughts here? What do you mean fantasy? Like things that are a pipeline dream, or are we talking realistic here? Honestly... The sky is your fucking limit. You know, the short term is whatever you're working on right now mm -hmm. for, let's say, this year. And the ultimate is, like, the pinnacle of your drag career, where you want to be. Uh, short term, I would like to have my own show. Like, my own show. Like, again, and like, running the... I really enjoyed being a showrunner. I'm very business-minded, I've noticed. Uh, I started sewing again. I went to school for it. I might as well use it. I didn't know that. Yeah. I was at school for two years for fashion design. I believe I didn't graduate because I couldn't pass the freaking trigonometry portion of the G, uh, the GE. But like, I took the classes and everything. I waited all the way to like advanced, like, I think it was the couture class, draping class. Yeah, like, I, I know things. I'm not super good at it, but like the, the references are there enough to where I could do it. Yeah. So I want to sew a lot more. And the third one is, I forgot what it was off the top of my head. My own show, sewing, I guess just performing more in general because it's been a little stagnant lately. Uh, long term I would like to have like more than one show I think that'd be super cool to kind of like have more than one bar that I'm kind of running um, I would like to get on Drag Race which would be super cool I can either confirm or deny that I'm currently trying because I'm not allowed to tell you yes. that but I would love to take it in the route of like I would love to be a host in the pit stop I would love to do like you know interviews and stuff like I know one of my strong suits is being like more charismatic and being on the mic and stuff or like hosting one of the really big tours would be super cool. Or even like, you know, hosting like the Las Vegas show or something. I just want to be in that realm. Yeah. That's kind of what I want to do. And you're a really good host. I remember the time that I was at Susie, I was like, oh my God, I've never seen you host before that. And uh. I'm like, oh shit, like she's so funny. <laughs> so like, you know, she goes well with the audience. I'm like, I can totally see you. Cause you know, in the Vegas show, the hostess just like sits down. And, like, little sit. Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm good. How you doing? <laughs> just serving a look, you know, just sitting. <laughs> I get paid to sit. I'm fine with that. You see, low energy, like we were talking about, mm -hmm. and being on the mic, that's perfect. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> energy checking when I feel like it. 
Yeah. That someone gave me a drink. I, how do they get drinks up there? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like they have to, right? Yeah. There's no way to. they just sit up there without a no, water or something. No, for like two hours? No. <laughs> I've never seen the show in Vegas. I really want to go. I really want to go. I've only seen the videos, yeah. I think Chris, like Johnny and Adam went recently. Mm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm almost positive. It was also super loud when we were talking. I think Chris, because they went to Vegas for sure. Yeah. I think they did see Drag Race live and they thought they thought it was super good. But also Vegas is expensive. <sighs> I want to go to Vegas to see the Drag Race show and to eat at the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Yes. And then go home. Exactly. And That's then go it. Home. And then go home. <laughs> we don't need to stay. No, we don't, we don't have to stay. I, I don't get, I get, I don't got to drink so much and get myself sick. It's so funny. Louis said exactly the same. Like we can just go do those things and come back. Yeah. That's it. Make it a day trip. Yeah. That's probably what we're going to do. <laughs> I think our time is almost up, but <gasps> this has been lovely. Yeah. Where can people find you on social media, on your shows? Plug whatever you need to plug right now. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm currently at Executive Suite in Long Beach every Wednesday at 8 p.m. sharp for the Hunchy Games. The more people that are there will, you know, will keep me there, you know, oh, keep boy. me the screen for me. Social media I'm mostly on Instagram. It's at uh, sapphire underscore gem, but I spell it like a toddler because I can't spell anything. It's uh, S-A-P-H-Y-R-E, and then underscore gem with two M's. It's because she's different. She's, she's, she's different. different. <laughs> it's like Michelle, but spelled with like, I don't know. S-H. S-H, yeah. <laughs> like Chamel, I don't know. I don't know, something different. But when you Google me, you can't find anybody else. So oh. No one else spells it the way I do. So was it a business move? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. You'll never know. Oh. <laughs> I think I would say TikTok and everything, they're all the same, on like, same handle. So nice. as soon as you search up the P-H-Y-R-E, I, I usually pop up. And you also have a discount code for kimchi makeup, right? Oh, yeah. I'm one of the makeup ambassadors there. Yes. With, thank you. It's uh, it's 50% off the entire purchases. Oh, and shit. It, yeah. Like, no matter what it is. Unless it's like a bundle, I think. So it doesn't work on collabs or bundles. But everything else, you get 15% off. And a lot of times, it stacks on top of a sale. Mm. So, like, let's say it's, like, 30% off. A lot of times, it'll stack on top of it. So you get 45% off. But it's uh, it's all at Sapphire Gem. The same exact way, just all capital letter letters. I'm all, yeah, no, it's all capital letters. But yeah, so I, and I get I get commission off that if y'all ever buy stuff. Please help her. Help me. Help, help me. I've worn the same wig every single week. Uh, have you really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, I can borrow you some wig. Yeah. Charity, please. Oh my God. Thank you for listening to 100 Steps to Drag. If you like my podcast, please leave me a review. If you didn't like it, um, you can keep that for yourself. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye!